For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday are rambling about those Los Angeles Rams. Ramble on. How are you? Welcome to another episode of Ramblings with Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. Of course, I be Doc Holliday, and I've got the brethren on the phone. Isaac, Isaac, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing well, Doc, man. Had a great week, strong week. Looking forward to this weekend. Hey, man, how did you go through this week, man, knowing we coming off a loss, man, against the 49ers, man? How you go? You still had a good week, but despite we, we, we playing like trash the last time out? Oh, absolutely, man. You know, it's uh, like I said, Doc, it's about being a professional, man. Go back into the lab, get back ready, uh, get uh, receive the game plan whenever uh, McVay releases it on a Wednesday. But for me personally, man, just, you know, just going back, uh, making sure I'm staying fit, doing my prehab work and, uh, you know, getting these kinks at this neck, man. But other than that, man, everything's well, man. How about yourself? I'm what great, you man. I'm I'm great. Man. Hey, you know me, man. I'm always, man, just being grateful and thankful and everything, man. But I'm glad you're getting some kinks out the neck. And kinks out your body, man. I just hope the Rams use this week to get some kinks out of their game plan. Not the defense. Defense been balling, man. But we got another division game coming up this Sunday. Huge NFC West division game, man. We're going to Arizona to face those Cardinals now. We know we have to deal with these dudes. But, bro, we got to have this game, man. We, 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 we were sitting on top of the NFC West until we lost to the 49ers, man. And another division loss for us. Now we're 1-2. Hey, this game is pretty huge because – you know, it's got some huge playoff implications for us because we can't really uh, afford to lose another game this season, especially NFC West game. But we have had some success against Arizona here lately. We've won six straight against them, five straight in Arizona. So hopefully it shouldn't be a problem for us, Isaac, but it all depends on what kind of team shows up. And it really all depends on what kind of uh, quarterback we get to show up uh, with Jerry Goff, my guy. Well, it's a lot been swirling around uh, uh, that has been, you know, going around about Jared Goff, his play, uh, where he is uh, mentally and, you know, how he's been performing lately. But, you know, as we go into this game, this is this is yet another opportunity within our own division to really show who we are within the division. And you do, We hear a lot of pundits say that, you know, the NFC West is the best division in football right now. So, it's another opportunity to go in and uh, within your own division, win a big game, win another football game, and uh, you know protect our seating wherever we are right now, or improve our seating for the playoffs. So uh, they they present a tough challenge for us, man. I mean, I don't think you know the they're they're the Cardinals of old that I used to play every every year. You know, you look forward to that game. Look, we called it a get back on track game when you play the the, the Cardinals, but. It's far from that now. You, you have playmakers on every side of the ball. 
uh, from Kyler Murray. You got to mention him first, the great Larry Fitzgerald. He's still around there. But with the additions of, of Hopkins and guys like that who can stretch the field and do multiple things offensively, uh, they, they pose a great threat to not only just playing well anymore, but winning this game. So we got to be on our P's and, and, and Q's and hopefully, uh, you know, just learn from the mistakes that we made this past game which the biggest highlight is not turning over the football. So if we keep the football, we protect that football, I think we win this game. And that's the thing about it. You talked about the weapons that Arizona has uh, with Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins and Larry Fitzgerald is still another guy you got to uh, keep your eyes on. And, you know, running back Kenyon Drink because he's a big play guy, man. He can take 180 or 90 yards if you if you allow him to. Also, he can, you know, he can uh, hurt you in the passing game. But I think our biggest threat – as you said, is, is Jerry Goff and taking care of the football because as much as we can talk about the Rams' defense as well as they've played, uh, as much as we talk about the Rams' offense and what they've done, uh, the Rams' offense pretty much goes the way Jerry Goff has gone. And Jared hasn't went gone well the last couple of games. He hasn't – well, against Tampa Bay, he was, he, he was cool. But these last four games partic- uh, specifically, man, Goff has turned the ball over ten times in four games not even talking about the game against the 49ers. So for the season, 16 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, he's been sacked 15 times now. Uh, we know that's what he has to do. But the fact of the matter is we're going to win or lose with him, man, because, you know, uh, most people probably don't even know who the backup quarterback is. And I know that's not even a talk to get Jared out of the game. We just got to roll with him. But I think what we also have to do, bro, we have to – we really can't rely on Jared to win the game for us. I think that's obvious because he hasn't shown the consistency to play well two, three, four, five games in a row. We got we to gotta run the ball. We got to run the ball more. We got to run the ball better. Now, that's not saying anything about Jared, but he hasn't shown that he can really be that go-to guy quarterback. He needs a lot of help, man. He needs the right plays called, and he needs that running game to be rolling. Well, you know what, Doc? Unfortunately, man, that's pretty much been the book on Jared Goff since he's taken over, you know, the reins as being the starting quarterback for the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, you know, I guess opposing defenses want to put the ball in his hand, make him have to make decisions, uh, probably stand in that pocket and not, you know, move the pocket as much for him. But, you know, you kind of want to put it in his hands to beat you. And, you know, <laughs> week after week, opportunity presents itself for, for, for Jared to either – be that guy or move away from that guy in a in a better way. So um, let's be real. We've been running the ball effectively, man. I mean, Coach McVay has put a premium on running the football. We've been running the football well. Uh, there may be some games or probably two or three games within this entire season where the running game was just taken completely away from us. But as far as when we come into a game plan, it's a heavy run, run game at which place to the skill set of Jared Goff. So, I mean, I don't know who the backup is. I'm not sure who the backup is. I thought it was you for a second, but <laughs> seriously, you're right, man. And, and instead of instead of uh, you know just looking at or find trying to find a backup, we need to you know internally continue to train and coach Jared Golf up, man, and just let him know who he is. Just encourage this guy. Uh, you know, if we got to uh, do some stuff and just remind him of some of the big games that he's played in and the big moments that he's played in. Uh, that he's had as a Ram, we need to do that because you look all over this division, man. I mean, every team has a quarterback, and they're led by their quarterback. So we can't be any different from that. We have to be a, a, a quarter. We have to be a team that's that quarterback is all in. And not saying that Jared isn't, but as far as a guy who can take take a quarter or two quarters 
and dominate those two quarters himself. And you're right, man. We need Jared to be we need Jared to be that 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 dark, mischievous gremlin, man. We don't need him to be the little light and fluffy, little, little happy, happy gremlin with the big eyes and the, uh, uh, uh. we need him to be that monster gremlin, man. But we've been getting the monster gremlin sometimes, but sometimes we be getting that nice furry, you know, innocent, non-threatening gremlin. So we need him to be that that monster gremlin and that kind of player. And it's kind of, you know, it's still frustrating to kind of say this, man, because when you got a hundred million dollar quarterback, you expect not to have to say these things, Isaac, but unfortunately, we're still talking about these things and we're still on Jared to kind of, you know, see what kind of player we're going to get. And with me, I just don't think we should still have to do this, man, with the kind of money he's being paid. Well, you know, like I said, once again, I never like getting in people's pockets, but <laughs> it's all about maturity, man. Just seeing a guy develop and the development of a player never stops, just like a human being. That development of a, of a person, it should never cease. And I feel like you know, the leaders on the team, uh, the leaders, the head coach, uh, offensive coordinators, those those guys have a responsibility and have the right to not only coach Jared, but to hold him accountable, man, just like everyone else on the team. Um, you know, if this was someone else, one of the receivers on the team, I would expect Jared Goff to kind of pull this guy aside and say, listen, man, you got you to gotta have your assignments down. You got to be where you're supposed to be, when you're supposed to be there, and don't fool me as a quarterback. So the leaders on the team should – uh, really have a responsibility to encourage any position, including the quarterback position. So um, it, it, it's going to take a team effort, and guys got to play up to their abilities, man. We've seen it done before, and, and, and we expect maturity from every position. And you made a good point earlier when you talked about our rushing attack. Our rushing attack has been pretty good, pretty decent uh, this year. That three-back attack that we have with Daryl Henderson and Malcolm Brown and Cam Akers, ninth in rushing with a little under 1,400 yards, averaging four-point yards attempt. Just That's just 18th in the league. But still, man, four yards of carry. And it's getting better. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And it's getting it's better. And, and the yeah. thing about it is, is getting Cam Akers some more touches. Uh, but I, I'm still, bro. I mean, I know that's what we're doing. I just I just, I ain't with them three-back thing, man. I, I, I see it's cool. You know, when you average four yards in attempt, to some people, that may, they may not look that impressive, but you run the ball three times, that's the first down. I like that, man, because you can grind it out. But I just still wish we just go with two dudes. Let two dudes roll. Uh, I know you're trying to get everybody the ball, but we, we need more consistency, and them dudes need more touches, man, because we have guys who need to warm up. And if they warm up, they can strike you. That's what I want us to see, man. Just just run the ball more. Just take a third guy out, whomever that may be. Take him out. Let's just roll with two dudes. That's just me speaking because I'm a running back, bro. We talk about maturity. Uh, the same thing goes for our running back position, man. I mean, you're, you're talking about Cam Akers, who's probably in his, you know, he, he's been around for, I mean, we're, we're seven and four right now. So that's 11 games. I think he probably missed two, two games or so with a rib injury. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, that does not stop your development in the film room, studying, knowing your assignment. These are the things that get you on the field. And not only that, they get you more reps. So when you become a student of the game, and hopefully that's where Cam is, he- is headed, you start to see more opportunities. And when you get those opportunities, you have to produce. Mr. Henderson, same, same thing as him. So I, I'm, I'm really not sure why one guy hasn't, hasn't just risen to the top. The cream always rises to the top. But I'm sure their mentality, hopefully, hopefully their mentality is the same as yours, Doc. I don't want this platoon running back thing. I want one guy to be the guy. Some guy comes in and spell me. Uh, you know, it's, it, you know, it's the same as it, as you say with a quarterback. If you got two quarterbacks, you don't have one. If you got two running backs, you don't have one. I mean, 
that's just the way it is. But I'd love to see a guy really just step up and say, you know what, this is my job. Everyone else is a backup. And my thing, though, Isaac, man, they need an opportunity to do that because I haven't seen in the game where Daryl or Malcolm or, you know, even Cam has shown that they're not that guy because we, we haven't had one where we just fed the ball to 20 times for two or three times, three, two or three games in a row. We haven't done that. We just keep rotating them in. So, I mean, they're really not going to prove themselves in practice because you're not hitting or tackling too much. So you actually got to make a decision and be like, okay, I'm going to try this dude out. I'm going to try these two dudes. I'm going to try this one dude out, see if he can be my go-to runner. Back man, I'm gonna feed him the rock 20 times, 22 times, not for just one game, two games, three t- three games. Somebody got to sit down because we got to make that decision. Because in order to win in the playoffs, we, got, we this running attack will have to be good, and you just can't keep shuffling dudes in and out like that. I don't like it, and I know that's how running backs are, man. Running backs don't like it either. They might dap each other up, man. And I, I wish you all the love and, and respect, my guy. But I don't want to come in. I don't want to carry the ball once or twice and then come see you running in to sub me, man. It's like, God dang, it ain't nothing against you. It's like, come on, bro. You got to let me get a feel for the game, man. So somebody, and he need to get somebody a chance, Isaac. It's professionalism and professional courtesy and competitiveness. I mean, absolutely. But But my question would be, how, how do you make that decision? How, how, do you, how do you say, okay, it's going to be Henderson for 20 carries or it's going to be Cam for 20 carries or it's going to be Brown for 20 carries this week? How, how do you do that? I mean, what do you base it off? I mean, just like you say, we don't hit in practice. Um, how, how do you go into – you must – obviously you got to go into a game plan and say, you know what, forget it. I'm, I'm just going to name a starter and we're going to go normally just like, you know, like a, like a great running team. We have a great line, have a great running back, and this guy's not coming out unless he's tired or injured, and that's what happens. My thing is that, I, I, you know, I, I make the decision for him because looking at the running backs and looking at what all three can bring, man, I'm, I'm putting Daryl in there. Like I say, he's, he's running back one because he's shown the ability not only to run tough and hard, and hit it up in there like Malcolm Brown does, he shows and has something that Malcolm doesn't, which is he has breakaway speed. He can get gone. I don't think Malcolm can take 170, 80 yards, but Daryl can. So Daryl has shown me that he can run tough. He can run between the tackles. He can pass block. He can catch the ball. And he can be explosive if given the opportunities. So I'm looking at that. I'm like, okay, Daryl is going to be my running back one. If, 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 I'm running the ball 30 times a game. He's getting 20 of those carries at least. Okay, now, third down. Okay. Now you got to make a decision between Cam and Malcolm. Malcolm is a vet. He knows the game. But Cam can give you some things, and I think Cam has to touch the ball about five or six times a game. So that's what I'm doing. What's up? Well, why would you bring Henderson out on third down? Is he not a three-down back? I mean, what? what? Because two backs. Because you, you want to use two backs. So he is a three-down back. But if you want to use two backs, give him a break. Because if you're giving him – look, if you're giving him the rock 20 times. So if he's running 20 times, and some of those downs you're still, you're still passing on first and second down. So he's taking hits. And you want to get Cam the ball. You want to put him in there. So that's why I'm bringing Henderson out. I'm, I'm making Cam Makers my third down running back. That's why. That's the only reason why, man. To spell him and to get Cam some touches. Because Cam showed us that he gets some touches. He can do some things. But when you look at a guy like Henderson, you have to ask yourself, can he be productive on third down? Can he have or, or you know, can he catch the ball well out of the backfield? Uh, does he have some of those – Alvin Kamara tendencies as far as, you know, keeping the drives going. So is Henderson that three down back? 
can Cam be that three down back, back? And we all know that it's all meshed in protection. I mean, can you protect the quarterback when it's time to throw the ball down the field? It's all meshed in there. I mean, these these guys are similar body types and and uh, they're not really far from each other, except for Brown. He may be a little bit bigger. But how do you how do you make that decision? I mean, it's uh, do you just play two backs or you want to play two backs or, or what? Can somebody just uh, I mean, when, I, when I'm playing the Z position as receiver, I'm the only Z. The only time I come out is when I need a break. I ran three nine routes, man. Come get me for one, and I'll be right back in. So how do you do that? How do you make that decision? Hey, but you know, running backs feel the same way. They don't feel like you got you got to have a third down back or a special back to come in. But for some reason, coaches feel that way. Running backs don't feel that way. They're like, just keep me in there. But coaches be like, well, you got to have two backs. I don't know why you got to have two backs. I understand you got to have a sub in case the dude gets hurt. But I'm going off what coaches be thinking. So that's what they say. You got to have at least two backs. That's why. Because I think Daryl can play three downs. Because he can. Because he can, he can catch the rock. But if that's the mentality that McVay has, that, you know, we got to have two backs, I say those are the two. Kill this three-back rushing attack, man. Let let, let that dude get in there. Let him become your running back one. But we'll see. And, you know, the the rushing attack shouldn't be a problem uh, against the Cardinals because their run defense is not that good at all, man. So uh, they only have the 22nd-ranked run defense in the league, so we should be able to run the rock. But key matchups, though. We know what Kyler Murray can do, but I'm looking forward to seeing DeAndre Hopkins, 967 yards receiving this year. I think it's 967. Big time player versus Jalen Ramsey. Bro, Jalen got a shot. I know he's going to shadow DeAndre. What I'm excited about that is that Jalen going to win some, DeAndre is going to win some, but... Jalen's gonna get some action, which means that gives him some opportunity to make some uh, make a pick, make some picks or a pick, and get some things going. That's what I'm excited about because Jalen's gonna get some. He's gonna get some action this this weekend, bro. Absolutely, you 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 know you play for these moments. I mean, you're talking about two players uh, that are considered to be uh, you know the best at their position league wide, and uh, you know this is I don't think this is new to either player because you know they were in the same same division. Uh, before they switched teams. So before they, uh, before DeAndre became a Cardinal and before Jalen became a Ram, you know, they played against each other in the division twice a year. And uh, I'm sure there was some fireworks and some uh, heavyweight matchup uh, between those two. So I don't expect anything different uh, this Sunday as far as the matchup is concerned. I mean, I'm, I'm biased, obviously, and hopefully, uh, you know, Jalen can shut him completely down. But, um, you know, I, I can see uh, Jalen following uh, DeAndre, even even when he steps off the bus, man, it's just going to be one of those afternoons. So, um, you know, hopefully we get some targets thrown that way, and uh, and it, and hopefully we don't because if we don't, that means Jalen's doing his job, and other guys on the other team when they start, you know, trying to find Kirk and trying to find guys like Isabella and Kyler Murray just starts, you know, uh, throwing the ball to us that, that type thing. But if we can just take their main weapon out of the game, and I think we have a guy that can do that. Oh, man, that just bodes well for what we do defensively.
And we also have to watch Larry Fitzgerald, even though, you know, he's not the big time, big time threat he used to be, but he's a nice little possession receiver. So uh, he comes up huge in third down situations because he will run a hook on you and out and he can't get open in those situations. And we know how automatic his hands are. He really doesn't miss too many passes in his entire career, but I'm looking forward to their offense. You know, the offense, uh, they got the number two offense in the league, man. They're averaging 403 yards a game. We got the number two defense allowing in 296 yards a game. So I'm expecting our defense to continue to play like they played. And also, Isaac, we, we, we've dominated Arizona the last couple of times, man. As I said, we won six straight games against them, five straight in Arizona. And we've always been able to kind of hold Kyler Murray in check, especially last, last year. I mean, he only had 488 yards against his passing in two games, two touchdowns. We picked him off three times, sacked him seven times. He fumbled twice, held him 28 yards rushing. So uh, as, as good as he is, we've seen him, and we, we deal with wrestling quarterbacks. So we've, we've, we know how to be successful against Kyler Murray and this Cardinals offense, but specifically against Kyler Murray. Well, first of all, I'm going to say on behalf of, uh, you know, this, this podcast, Rambling Podcast, Larry Fitzgerald, I would never call you a possession receiver, man. And I apologize. He is right now. Said on man, show. he's a possession so, receiver um, right now, bro. <laughs> Whatever you say, he's a possession never, receiver right never, now, man. Never, never, Larry. You didn't hear it from here? I you heard it from Doc Holliday. No, you hear from Isaac no. Bruce. You heard it from Doc Holliday. Now, check this out. As far as Kyler Murray is concerned, you know, a couple of weeks ago, maybe it was last week, you know, they played the uh, New England Patriots. And it's kind of funny, you know, Coach Belichick, he, he is a great defensive mind, great defensive coach, overall coach, head coach. He, he, he's special. And it, it's funny how a lot of people think the genesis of shutting down great or young quarterbacks, you know, kind of start there in, in, in the, that great Northeast up there in, in uh, uh, New England. But as you said, Doc, we've always done a great job against Kyler Murray since he's been in the league, man. We can surround this guy. We always have a great game plan. Uh, we don't rush outside of our lanes. We don't run, run past him. If we need a spy, we use a spy. But we've done a great job as as far as diminishing his production level when we played against Kyler Murray. So hopefully we get that same action and get him on the ground a couple of times this game. And uh, I think he's playing injured right now. I think two weeks ago he fell on that shoulder. And I don't think he's really throwing the ball with the same accuracy or velocity that he's used to throwing or accustomed to throwing with. But Hopefully we get this guy on the ground and really just surround him and make him one-dimensional. Like like every game plan we have, try to make a team one-dimensional, uh, either throwing or running the football, and we'll come out victorious. And you talked about what Bill Belichick and the Patriots were able to do against Kyler Murray. They, Murray, they held him to 31 yards rushing. Uh, then when he played Seattle, he only had a season-low 15 yards rushing. So uh, those two defensive teams have a defensive game plan that worked against Kyler Murray as far as him rushing the ball. And we, we know how to hold him tight anyway. So uh, I'm just really looking forward to seeing what we can do because, as, as you know, we, we got to have this game. And, and once again, I'm going to reiterate, Larry Fitzgerald, nothing but respect for you, man. You are, you are first ballot <laughs> Hall of Famer. He first ballot? Why? Oh, man. Hey. Is he? You know what? Hey, you know I what? Say he is, but why you say it? You know, but he he's put up huge numbers. He's had a great career. He's been a game changer. Uh, he, he did help lead them to a Super Bowl. They didn't win the Super Bowl, so that's why I say that. You know, uh, even though receivers, a lot of receivers get overlooked as far as being first ballot Hall, Hall of Famers, but I, I I say Larry Fitzgerald is. But as right now, he's a possession receiver. Re- regardless <laughs> of the respect and the love you want to show for him, he's a possession receiver. When Arizona comes out. 
They're looking for DeAndre Hopkins. Second or third down, we need a first down. Hey, look for Larry, man. Look, Larry's probably going to be open. They can look all they want, but as far as possession receiver, you know, nah, man. It's just like, it's just like, you know, you know, saying Emmitt Smith, when he left the Cowboys and he went to Arizona, uh, that's not Emmitt Smith. It, that's still Emmitt Smith. And he, he can prove it to you, too. But <laughs> possession, I don't think I don't think uh, Larry's ever been a possession receiver. Even today, I, I don't think so. I don't think that fits him. I got you. Uh, whatever. I, I do. You know what I'm saying? And he'll see what we rolling with because when he gets out there, he's going he gonna to see a Rams defense that's as I said, number two in the NFL in total yards, and we're giving up an NFL low, which is an NFL best, just 17 points a game. So we're going to see what you all are talking about. But if I'm the Rams, if I'm Jared Goff, I've looked in the mirror a lot this week because he's, you know, he's really caused us to lose a couple of those games that we should have won. And if I'm the defense, you know, I'm looking, I am the mirror. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm talking back to him as he's looking in the mirror. Uh, but Isaac, we really can't afford to lose this game because uh, our playoff hopes, man, hinge on this. You know, it, it's huge, man, because we've lost two games in the, in the division, We're both coming to the 49ers. We beat Seattle. We just got to have it, bro. That, that's all I can say. We just got to have the game. Man. No excuses. No excuses this week. No excuses. Well, I can say that's about Jared, man. Just, uh, just you know, just watching him and watching his game and the way he's developed uh, since he's been uh, within this Rams organization. It's, it's, it's very rare that he has two games where he doesn't perform like we're accustomed to seeing. I mean, uh, you know, after that Miami game, he came back and we, we battled against Tampa Bay and he was extraordinary. I mean, he had a great game. I mean, he was uh, offensively aggressive, what I like to see in players. And anytime you have a Pro Bowl guy who's been, you know, I would almost say across the water to Hawaii, but just been a Pro Bowl guy, you know, he's that for a reason. I mean, he, he knows how to bounce back. He knows how to, uh, you know, have some self-reflection and really just really uh, just really judge himself. He's probably more critical on himself than anyone else is. So I'm expecting a bounce back game. I'm expecting uh, a bounce back game, but not only that, you know, take it to the next level, have, have three bounce back games. So I'm looking forward to that, man. And that's the problem because I'm, we shouldn't be worried about bounce back games. We're always bouncing with, with, with golf. I don't want to bounce with golf anymore. I don't want to go into the week and going into the next game like, okay, I'm feeling good, feeling confident, but got to worry about how the quarterback's going to play. I mean, great teams, you don't have those kind of, kind of questions, man. So, you know, I, I, all this bouncing, bouncing, I don't want to be bouncing with him. Just let's not bounce, man. Just stay on the, stay on the ground. Stay up or something. I mean, I, we shouldn't be bouncing back. But anyway, going to need a huge performance from him. I know we're going to get a huge performance from the defense. And I know we, this podcast is almost over, and we hadn't mentioned Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald yet. We really don't have to because we know what it is. If I'm the Rams, well, you know what? I ain't going to tell the Rams defense what to do because they're number two in the league right now. So they're rolling. They got a nice little game plan against uh, the Cardinals. That's been working at least six games in a row. Uh, which covers, you know, last couple of seasons. So they know what to do. They know what they got to do. And Aaron Donald knows what he has to do. But I still unleash AD, let him do his thing. But those linebackers, you right, they have to be in spy mode. They got to. Those defensive ends, you got to be disciplined. Don't let Kyler get outside you because that's what he wants to do. And we've done a good job of holding him. So. I'm expecting another great performance by this uh by this LA Rams defense. And that's another thing, a big thing that I'm positive about and I feel good about because our defense is it's great, man. 
We got a good defense, Doc. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, they, they've just been uh, been uh, carrying the torch <laughs> all, all year long. So um, uh, I expect the, the squad to come out um, and really, you know, uh, do what we have to do. I, I expect the game plan to be uh, executed at, a high, at the highest level. Anytime you have these teams that are on the cusp of making a playoff run the way that we are, um, and, and I and I – I've said since the beginning of the season that I feel like we are a playoff team. We make adjustments, and it's about making adjustments and coming out and playing a whole lot better than you played last week. No doubt. Jared Goff, we're expecting a bigger game, a better game for you this weekend. Sean McVay, give Darren Henderson the ball 22 times. My 22 rushes, throw to him three times. Uh, let Cam Makers get another five touches. We got to run the ball at least 30 times. Let's do that. How about we do that? Let's roll with that. Let's not put Jared in a position to lose the game for us. How about that? Tell Jared where to throw the ball. <laughs> Tell Jared where to throw the ball because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not totally confident in his his uh, uh his ability to read defenses and and to to make quick decisions to go get up off a dude first, second, third read. So how about we do that? Darren Henderson, get ready, man. 22 carries. Cam Makers, get ready. Seven touches for you. Malcolm, get ready for a couple of plays. Jared. Come on, man. We need you to go 23 of 28, 298 yards, two touchdowns, no turnovers. Put some stick them on the ball. So say you like. Let's go Rams. But anything you want to add, man, before we get up out of here? No, that's it, man. I think what's said has been said. And, uh, you know, time for talking is is, is done. I, everything else should be on the positive, encouraging, encouraging tip. So uh, let's go play football and uh, let's go get this game. And uh, hopefully, you know, we can you know, reclaim the lead of this NFC West uh, with, with Seattle probably giving up one. But uh, seems unlikely. But let's go ahead and steady the course. And that's going to do it for this edition of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce, who loves Larry Fitzgerald so much. And Doc Holliday. Till next week, God willing, we out. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.